Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Chronically Ill Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Jane, and I feel like it's been a while since it's just been us chatting alone, Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed the last couple of guests that have been on the podcast. It was a lot of fun to record with them, and there are still a few um, special guests coming soon. Um, But today... I wanted to record this topic, which is what they don't tell you about life after transplant. Um, I wanted to record it today because, I don't know, I just feel very low energy, very drained. Because for most of the time in these past two months, I have felt pretty good. Um, And now, these last two days, I've just been feeling really drained and really tired. And it kind of put me in like this lower mood. Um, I know it has a lot to do with me, like going to bed super late, waking up super early. It's super hot here in Arizona and running errands outside during the day. Like it just has been taking a lot out of me. And also I wanted to throw out there, like at the end of the day, I still have lupus and that alone comes with so many side effects that I still have to deal with such as feeling fatigued, tired, like just all these different things as well. So I know that that also plays a factor too. And um, with lupus, like it's not really recommended to be out in the heat and the sun, which is what I've been doing for the past couple of days. So it all makes sense, but it still is putting me in this like lower mood just because, I don't know, I've just been feeling like pretty good for the past couple of months, like a month and a half, two months. So that's why I wanted to record this topic um, for this episode. Um, But I thought that I would just be really real raw and open about um, truly how I think the things that they don't tell you about life after transplant. And we're just going to jump right on into it. Um, Everyone said that I would feel quote normal um instantly after the transplant i can't even tell you how many times someone just said like i would just feel normal like before i had kidney failure before i was on dialysis like i'm gonna feel amazing it's just gonna be instantly um when i wake up from surgery i'm just gonna feel amazing multiple people have told me that multiple times um but in reality when you wake up from kidney transplant one, you just had a major surgery. You're in a lot of pain, most likely, um, or on a lot of pain medications. And also, when your body is not working properly for so long, it can cause other issues that transfers into your post-life or (laughs) your post-kidney transplant life. So just because you get that kidney transplant, that doesn't mean that suddenly all your problems are gone and you're just living this amazing problem-free disease or whatever free life. Like there still might be some complications. Um, A lot of times those complications go away. For example, um, like for me, I had that heart problem where my heart was beating extremely fast all the time and I was even hospitalized two or three times right before I got the call for the transplant. Um, So it was getting really bad um, progressively over time. And 
when I came out of the transplant, I still had a very elevated heart rate. It wasn't what it was, which was around like 140 to 150 beats per minute resting. It was much lower, like 100 to 110, but I still had that issue for a little bit and I'm still dealing with it, but it's slowly like going back to normal as time goes on. And I have to also keep reminding myself that it has only been almost two months. So it really hasn't been that long that I've given my body to like get fully back under control. Um, another thing that I had when I was on dialysis that developed after year two i believe was a problem with my parathyroid which i had a form of hyperthyroidism which is basically where my parathyroid which i learned there's a parathyroid and there's a thyroid the parathyroid if you have problems with that is much much less um like scary than if you have problems with the thyroid itself um however i'm still not too familiar with parathyroid versus thyroid but i know either one it's still scary to have hyperthyroidism in either one um so i was starting to deal with issues with my parathyroid and multiple doctors in california told me that the parathyroid will go back to normal once transplant comes and some of my doctors in arizona told me that it would never go back to normal as of right now, it has not gone back to normal, but it is slowly, slightly looking like it's getting better. So who knows? Maybe over time it may go back to normal. Maybe I might always have a little bit um, hyperthyroidism in my parathyroid. I can't really know yet. It's kind of too soon to tell. But things like that, everyone's different. Everyone has different issues that comes with being on dialysis for an extended period of time. Um and you have to deal with those issues after transplant as well. They don't just go away. Um, if you are lucky and they were not as developed, maybe if I would have gotten the transplant after year two rather than year four, it could have been less of a problem. I wouldn't have had thyroid problems for so long. Um, but because I did have this issue for years, um, I feel like obviously it's not just going to bounce back and go back to normal just like that. But like I said, everyone's different. Everyone has a different experience with those types of things and how long you had those problems. Um, and at the end of the day, though, when I do think about these issues, I am doing very well um, right now, even one week, two weeks out from surgery, I'm doing a lot better than I would say the average person in that situation. And I'm very thankful for that. My kidney function is amazing. I'm finally peeing again. Um, I don't have any water retention. I just feel a lot better. Like, like I said, most days I have been feeling a lot, lot better. Um, so I don't really have much to complain about, but that was definitely something that you should know um, that they don't tell you because most people do say that everything's just going to go back to the way it was and that's it. It's it's done. It's over with and that's it. Um, my next point was everyone will tell you that you're going to get a new chance at life. The day you have your transplant is the start of a new journey, which in a sense is true. Um, but at the same time, it's not. And honestly, I 
did believe that to be true if you go through my instagram i've said it a million times like starting this new journey and can't wait to start my new life and blah 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 um until i was in the reality of it and i really did have the transplant and i understood what comes with having the transplant was when i realized what that new journey really meant i truly thought or at least hoped for the most part that i would be pretty much normal post transplant once i healed and everything but it is a lot of work to just be this version of normal um but one thing i will say is that i love not doing dialysis and that is freedom in itself and a new journey for sure um just not having to be on dialysis not having to stay home instead of traveling or not do something because you have to go home and connect to your machine or bring a shit ton of boxes and supplies to wherever you want to go even if it's just down the street to your friend's house like that is a freedom that i will be (laughs) forever grateful for that i don't have to deal with that anymore um however you still take a buttload of medications even more than you did before you had your transplant you still have doctor's appointments also more than you had before you had your transplant i know for me um when i was living in san diego i went to the doctor or to the actual nephrologist once a month and then i saw um my dialysis nurse once a month that was because i had to travel um And legally, you have to see them at least once a month. So I did the bare minimum and I was perfectly fine. However, when I came to Arizona, for whatever reason, I had to see them like multiple times a week because who the fuck knows why. But I was seeing them multiple times a week. But now I have to get my blood drawn once a week. I'm seeing my nephrologist in Arizona, I guess, once a month. And then I'm seeing my nephrologist in Arizona. I'm sorry, in um, Stanford once every three months for the first year. So it's not too bad, but at the same time, it is a lot of keeping up and making sure you're on top of your appointments, not lagging, not canceling, not rescheduling, just getting the appointments going, making sure everything's good, make sure you get that um, blood draws every single week and not missing them because Honestly, even if you don't see your doctor every week, they see your test results every week. So they know that you're healthy and they know that you're doing well and nothing's going wrong. And that way, if something is, they can switch it up or change something or let you know to stop doing something as early as possible rather than you keep skipping and letting these things add up and hurting that poor little kidney, you know? At the end of the day, All those things are worth it if it means one, you're off dialysis, one, you get to feel better. Whether it's not how you used to feel all those years ago before dialysis, you still feel 10 times better than you did when you were on dialysis. And I feel like anyone that's listening that has been through something like this, like you can preach, especially if you were on peritoneal dialysis like me because that one is does not clean your blood as well as it should over time um versus hemo which is when they take your blood out and they actually clean your blood um 
So it's a big difference. And over time, the sugar water in your belly just really doesn't cut it anymore. And that was at the point where I was at um, right before I got the kidney, which again, I'm so grateful for. Um, But taking the meds, making the appointments, making the blood draw, um, it's all worth it, but it's still new and it's still a lot of hard work. And for me, I feel like it's very stressful just always having something that I have to do revolving around my kidney, my health. Like, I know that's been my life for a long time, but now it feels more important. Not that it wasn't important before, but it feels like more important. Um, Because you wait and you wait and you wait for this day, for this transplant, and instantly everything you know how you've been living for however many years is instantly switched up and changed and you have to be able to adapt to this new life, to keeping this kidney alive, um, to making sure you still have a life that you want to live that's not solely focused on just medical and worrying and all that type of stuff, but also still worrying about it and making sure it's all right. So it's definitely a switch that you have to come to terms with. You have to accept and you have to be ready to take on that challenge. And honestly, if you know that you're getting a kidney soon, which not everyone has the luxury of that, it's really good to just prepare yourself mentally knowing that that switch has to come and you're going to have to be in a new mindset moving forward to make sure you have a life and that you keep this kidney for as long as possible because no one wants to go through this shit again you know um (laughs) with that being said moving on to my third point which is the side effects of medicine the new medicine i should say um i know for me i've never responded well to medicine i've always hated taking medications because i always feel the side effects and Doctors always tell me like I shouldn't feel the side effects of a low dose of prednisone, but girl, I do and I freaking hate it. Um, And the prednisone and like all my morning meds, I think I take like eight medicines in the morning and it really just hurts my stomach a lot. Um, Obviously, you're supposed to eat when you take your medicine, But for me, it's very hard to eat in the morning. I might have mentioned that before. Um, And I feel like a lot of people aren't breakfast eaters or right when you wake up eaters. So it's very hard to get enough food in your stomach to absorb all those medicines that are going in there because your stomach's empty. There's nothing in there and you just have to like take them all. And for me, about like what, 20, 30 minutes after I take it, if I didn't eat a good amount of food i feel very nauseous my stomach is just like hurting cramping a little bit it goes away but it's just like not a good feeling i just don't feel good in the mornings usually um so that's something that i had to just learn to deal with also my anti-rejection pills right now i'm taking Celsept, which in the past caused horrible 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 side effects could not take that medicine i was so scared to have the transplant knowing i had to be on that for the rest of my life luckily not having problems with it but Celsept and prograph those are two of my anti-rejection pills and i take them 
twice a day, 10 a.m., 10 p.m. And I'm not allowed to eat one hour before and one hour after those medicines. And let me just say, about an hour after I take those, I get a horrible, horrible headache. And now, since I've been on it for a while, I feel like I just randomly get headaches all the time. But they're the worst, like right after I take them. And one of them, the Prograph, actually makes me shake a lot. It really makes me shake. And um, I'll just like, my hands will feel weird. And then I'll look at them and they'll just be shaking. And I'm like, oh, that's why it feels like freaking weird. Um, And so that's something I've had to learn to deal with. Luckily, it's not too bad of shaking where like I can't write or I can't like do stuff with my hands. But it's definitely noticeable and like this feeling of shaking that I don't like. I don't think anyone wants to feel their handshake. Um, But it does come and go. It's not a constant shaking or tremor in your hands. But it's definitely there every single day coming and going. And that's just a side effect, you know. Um, But definitely something that they don't really give you a heads up before the transplant they let you know either once you tell them hey i'm shaking or like right when they start you on it and that's it you're gonna you're gonna experience it so we're letting you know um but yeah the side effects of the new meds there's not a lot but i would say those are enough um (laughs) and one of my next points is the anxiety at least that i have developed since transplant and I don't like to use the word anxiety but I'm going to use it here because I feel like I have felt this new form of anxiety um ever since the transplant where I'm constantly scared um I'm constantly scared that if I step out of my daily routine that I'm going to hurt this new kidney um constantly scared or feeling like I'm doing something wrong um if I take my morning meds every day at 8 30 and I eat at 8 and I take my next set of meds at 10 but this one Sunday morning I slept in and I took my morning meds at 11 instead not my rejection pills, just my morning meds. I just feel this sense of like, oh my God, my body's going to be so confused. It's not going to like process the medication right. Even though I know that's not technically true. It's just like these things get in my head and I just constantly worry. Um, if I'm just out and about and just like, just like I said, just changing up the routine, just not doing exactly to the T how the doctors want every single thing done, eating exactly the right amount of protein, exactly the right amount of phosphorus, which now is so confusing because when you're on dialysis, you can't eat phosphorus. And when you're off of dialysis, you have to eat more phosphorus. So like making sure that you retrain your body to eat these foods you haven't been allowed to eat for years. And Um, making sure you're eating enough phosphorus, eating enough protein, eating enough in general, making sure your weight stays the same, which is also a toxic thing because I have been in like the health and fitness industry for a long time since I was like 16. And one of the biggest things is you don't check your weight every day because it mentally is not healthy for your fucking mental state. 
but having to check my weight every day and I see the weight go up or go down and they want you to stay so consistent, but it's not, it's going up and down every day. And like that fucks with my brain. Um, I constantly feel like I have swollen calves or ankles, but I look at them and they're normal, but I keep feeling like I have them. And then I start thinking I should stop eating salt because it feels like it. So it must be there. It just doesn't look like it yet. It must be very light or I realize, oh, have I gone pee enough today? Um, I don't think I peed enough today. Maybe my kidneys aren't working as well. Things like that. It's so constant and it doesn't stop. Um, And I feel like no one really talks about the anxiety that you could get thinking that you might lose this precious new organ that is inside of you that you've waited so long for. And I was lucky. Yeah, I was on it for four years, but honestly, that's a short time for living on the west coast of the united states um most people wait much longer and also i'm young so that kind of gave me an advantage a lot of elderly honestly um don't have good odds of getting that kidney anytime soon so i was very lucky in that sense um but i just feel like there's probably a lot more things that doctors nurses just people in general don't tell you about what to expect after the transplant um and it's all just like a learning process but i feel like those few that i mentioned those were the ones that stood out to me the most um for me for my situation and like i said none of them were really extremely bad um but they were things that I definitely wasn't expecting. And I definitely had to, like I said, adapt to this new way of life, realizing that, no, Jane, like, you aren't just going to get this kidney and suddenly just be this, like, amazing superwoman that can do everything and you don't have to go to the doctor that much anymore, like, only once a year. Like, what a dream, right? Once a year. Um, But you don't have to go to the doctor all the time. All those other symptoms go away. You're just 100% healthy. Have a new kidney. It's awesome. Like, it's not like that. Um, But I know over time, like, things become much easier. You wean off of a lot of medicines. You get your routine, your new routine. And it becomes established and easy and like I said, your routine and you're able to feel normal within that routine. But I feel like probably the first six months to a year, like you're learning that routine, you're creating that routine. And that I feel like is the part that's hard and the part that you feel like you need to like be told about so that way you can prepare not that you would be able to prepare your routine but you would mentally be able to know like hey the switch is coming and i need to be prepared to develop that i just like i said i really feel like it's important to kind of like spread the awareness of things 
that you just aren't told. And it's not just with transplants. It's with so many things that doctors just don't tell you. They they work with so many patients that are going through the pretty much the same thing, yet they don't tell you, like give you a heads up just so you can expect or like know something, especially if it's brand new to that person. Um, so I just felt like it was important to talk about my experiences um, and some of you might relate and some of you might have experiences of your own. Um, either way, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you again next week um, with another one. And once again, thank you all for the support. Um, remember to share this episode and tag me on Instagram, the chronically ill diaries. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Bye.